Welcome into Hoops Form, a production of Radius Athletics and a Quick Timeout Podcast. I'm Tony Miller and joined once again this week by my co-host Randy Sherman. Big thanks to our sponsors over at 323 Sports. This is the last call on Summer Tees. Your campers will love the 323 Sports Performance Camp t-shirts, which start at an incredibly low price of $7.99. To find out more, visit 323sports.com or you can contact a sales rep at sales at 323sports.com. They'll be sure to do it right for your summer camp program. Speaking of summer camp, mm-hmm. today, Randy, talking suggestions for summer camp. This in regards to player development and maximizing your time with the kids. Uh, you have seen, and probably have done this long enough, uh, seen mm-hmm. some some good camps and uh, maybe some camps that could have been done better. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've, been a, I've been a part of some that um, worked on the staff, you know, led my own. So um, it's been a, it's been a long time. So you, you're you're in the middle of a camp right now, correct? Yeah, well, just finished up yesterday, so had a short camp this week, and then have another camp next week, junior camp, and then kind of start June has quickly become the last two weeks college level. I think every college camp that I know of college team that I know of tries to pack camp into like a two or three week period, just because Mm -hmm. recruiting calendar has been extended on the front end. It seems like it's always month of July. So yeah. So, so camp and different levels of camp. And so uh, I've been thinking a little bit more talking with some of the coaches this week was with a high school team, high school, Mm -hmm. actually high school and middle school. And so I had about five or six coaches um, and kind of just, conversations with them got me talking thinking a little bit yeah. about this and uh just decided on talking about this one this today let's do it um i would say my first recollection of of a camp was when i was i i loved them when i was a kid i wanted to go to them and i, I every year i would you know, i had great parents that were supportive of 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 uh my athletic endeavors and I went to a football camp, you know, I'm from Texas. We all play football. And I went to a basketball camp every summer. My parents sort of let me pick out like a college, you know, one to go to just to, you know, probably get me out of the house. But, uh, but um, yeah, so yeah, I've, I've, I've been around them a long time. I would say as a coach, you know, for the, the camp that I put on, you know, you, when we spoke about this topic, I, you, you said some do's and don'ts and and um, and, you know, maybe maybe you could start with a do or a don't. And I could we could just kind of go back and forth like that. I'll go with just the one you mentioned. I think uh, do make it fun. Yeah, the, it can sometimes be difficult. Uh, us as coaches, we think maybe something is fun and think that they should think that that is fun and it may not necessarily be as fun for them. And, you know, I, I do think there's an aspect of the coaches know what's best for the players and their development, but two, you do want it to be something that's fun, yeah. something that they want to come back each day and want to uh, be giving full effort for, which can be a challenge in and of itself, seeing as how it's during the summer months and, uh, they're not necessarily in in learning mode or uh, any mode other than playing video game mode or just yeah. hanging out with friends mode. So how can you create create an, uh, a, a two hour window or an all day window? Those are yeah. the tough ones, but yeah. uh, create a program that is simply fun. Yeah, I would say when you know remember remembering back to when I participated in them as a youngster and then and then led them and worked at them. 
you know, the competition part is fun. The, the, you know, there being, you get on, you get put on a team with maybe kids, guys you don't know, or, and, and you, you play all week on a team. And that, that, that was fun to me, the competition part. Um, even if it's one of the skills competitions, like the free throw competition or the whatever, you know, whatever things you're, you're doing for fun to me. So that'd be one of my dues is just put in a healthy amount of competition because that's, that's, that brings out the fun and, and, and the, uh, the engagement part of it. I would say another do, um, I don't know if you do this or if it's allowed at, at, at where you're the level you're at, but one thing that the, youngsters loved that in the camps that i ran was get your players involved my high school team what you know ran a station or refereed the games and and they were there all week and 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 the players the young the younger younger kids the the, the attendees at the camp they they just loved those players and and looked up to them and and that was part of the fun for the players to to the, the, the camp participants to be around the players and it was fun for the my players on the varsity girls basketball team to get to see that how much you know adoration and fun it brings to this the the uh the campers to be involved in it that leads me to my next major do i would say do station work as much as you can and there are some camps that maybe are so small you don't have the staff that you feel like you're able to do that, mm -hmm. but do what Randy just said and include your coaches or include your, your players as your yeah. coaches um, yeah. working with, I know a lot of camps maybe will split up. They have a morning session and then an afternoon session. The morning session is maybe for the younger kids and the afternoon sessions for the older kids. Um, there's a camp that I work with, with they'll actually give the older kids a discount or even allow them to come to free for camp. If they'll come in the morning and work the younger kids camp. Yeah. That's and for, idea for for maybe a staff that you don't have five or six coaches that you can have five or six stations for yeah having those kids come it's not only fun but i think it helps them teach the skills like learn how to teach the skills and help them better understand the skills mm -hmm. and there's just a lot of positives that go along with it and so the the station i'll, I'll go ahead and mention this to station work i think the the allows for a more fun environment because you run the six to seven minute station if you want to do longer than that go for it but i found that you start getting anything past that and it kind of loses kids attention they get tired they start slowing down you get frustrated at them because you're feeling like they're not going hard um but keeping that at, at fun at the foundation of it um quick get in get out on to the next thing yeah agreed uh, the last place I coached, one of the requirements for graduation um, of that from the high school was uh, a certain amount of community service hours. So like the, the, uh, the, every student in that high school, all 2,000 plus of them, had to go out and do volunteer work and had to, I don't know what the number of hours was, but... Um, so we, what I did is I, and, and I had to get like, you know, someone from the, the charity organization or with the, whoever's leading the toy drive or whatever they did to sign it and say how long they were there. And he turned it into the principal and then somebody tracked it all. And, and I went to our principal to say, Hey, could, could our basketball girls leading, working at this camp count for those community service hours? So that was something that they could, 
they could do to fulfill that graduation requirement be be sort of like a, a spokesperson for the program to the younger generation as well as 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 um you know get get to know the the younger younger players and and the younger kids would rather hear from those girls than me anyway you know they they don't care what i have to say yet you know like the 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 younger kids don't um i would say too um one thing that it again the fun keeps popping up and and we we did like a theme every day like we i let the high school girls you know like jersey day so when you come to camp tomorrow wear a you know a jersey of your favorite player things like that just some sort of theme like that to to uh to keep the engagement and fun at a high at high point yeah they like the silly stuff and uh i have felt at times it's a little too silly but they enjoy it and what motivates them oh, yeah you know more power to them what about uh, a don't what do you think is a don't other than I, don't be a jerk and not make it fun yeah what yeah. Go ahead. what do you think is a don't i have a don't that i don't necessarily um think it I won't say it's strong, like don't ever do it, but just be mindful of um, be careful about making your five on five times too long. Mm -hmm. um, I would say instead we, and a lot of probably that listen to this, I know a lot of, a lot of them that follow the two of us, they love the small games three mm -hmm. on three. Like this is the time for that to happen. Yeah. Because in conjunction with that fun idea, um, it's not fun for the kid who never touches the basketball on five on five. Yeah. And I, I never feel like you, unless you have your system already in place and it's like your team's camp, um, mm -hmm. like how much offense are you actually running? <laughs> how much <laughs> and, and what it just it kind of just turns into kind of a sloppy pickup pickup game. Yeah, it often results in not much ball movement, not much player movement. If you've developed your players to the point where all of that happens, like fine, go for it. But yeah, uh, I think just what ends up happening is there's not a whole lot of skill development because there's not many reps for you know, eight or seven or eight kids that are out there on the floor yeah. and it just becomes a track meet up and down. And so we do it. We, we play five on five, mm -hmm. I think in proportion to the, um, the total amount of time that you have, your time would be better served playing in those smaller games, two on two, three on three. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I think so too. Um, uh, do, do both, you know, have, have a three on three, you know, right before a break and then five on five, the last part of the day. And um, I would say that, you know, again, with fun and, and engagement being the goal at that age, uh, there's more of it when you play in those smaller sides. So a quick timeout is presented by Huddle, the market leader in video based analysis solutions for basketball teams around the world. Huddle continues to make advancements to their suites of performance analysis solutions. Tools you know like Sports Code are enhanced by their industry-leading tech like Huddle Focus, an AI-powered smart camera that's built to integrate into Sports Code right out of the box. It captures and uploads videos automatically from any gym. Head over to huddle.com slash a quick timeout to get a peek at all they're bringing to the hardwood for every level of the game this season. Let me tell you about my new favorite pair of shoes, Kane Active Recovery Footwear. My family got me a pair of these for my birthday and I've hardly taken them off. These shoes are perfect for basketball coaches. Not only are they the lightest shoe I've ever worn, they're designed to specifically help feet and leg muscles recover, which is great for someone who's on his feet on the court as much as I am. To find out more about Kane Active Recovery Footwear, click the link in the description. 
you and your feet will be happy you did. I'd say a don't would be uh, don't like don't fret so much about like you know mistakes or you know you know everything that looks wrong calling a travel on a third grade boy you know okay (laughs) we can we can do that i suppose but you know um i I understand that they've got to learn what a travel and a double dribble and all that is and and that's that can be one form of 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 uh of of teaching is blow the whistle and call it and they'll learn but um you know just don't 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 take it too serious where where you're you're um you're you're blind to maybe this is a, a youngster's first experience with basketball. It's maybe their first contact with the game and they might be intermingled with some players, some youngsters who, you know, who's, who's played a lot and, and you have to kind of teach to all audiences. So try to be patient. Don't be, don't take it too serious and, you know, just be patient and, and, and and teach in 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 a in a in a dignified way that's respectful to someone's maybe their first encounter with the game. And that could be a challenge because you doesn't matter what kind of camp it is, like your own school, or mm-hmm. they go to a camp and you have a lot of kids coming in. There's there ends up being such a wide spectrum of talent and skills. Uh, I had a coach even mention to me this last week. It was like the fir- after the first session, they're like, "Oh man, there's so much to fix." And I I thought like probably not going to not not going to make yeah. a whole lot of headway in three days of camp. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of my next do. I'd encourage coaches to think going back to the stations, if you're going to organize stations, um, could you have four stations that you're working on completely different things, mm-hmm. but you're focusing on one or two things and that's it. Yeah. I think, I think that if you, the micro skills of each skill, for instance, rebounding, you teach a kid to hit box out, pursue the ball and then snatch it with two hands. I know that's four things, but like if you can do those three or four things or even three mm-hmm. of those things, you'll probably very quickly become a better rebounder. Um, yeah. Can you do that with, with each of the skills? And then at that station, like we're going to focus on these two things today. Um, you're not trying to com- make a completely new player in a three day camp, but can they get better at one or two things in mm-hmm. each skill area that, then they can go on and focus on those one or two things over the course of summer and come back a dramatically improved player. Yeah. And if you see a youngster who learned something in a station and they try to apply it in the three on three or five on five, man, just make a big deal of it and say, Hey, that's great. You know, you, you know, to praise what you want to repeat it, you know, you see that uh, a youngster trying to do that and, then, you know, make a big deal out of it that way. Someone else will try it, and then you know you've got you've got you've got what you want out of your fundamental camp. That's um, good. I'd say another do would be involve the parents. Hmm. Um, you know what we typically did when I ran a camp is like the last, I don't know, maybe maybe hour and a half to two hours was five on five play. So like when we would get there and do do our fundamental drills or our stations and stuff like that, like you know just drop your child off and go on. But then, you know, come back and watch the five on five games or the three on three games there at the end. I I didn't mind that the parents doing that and, and just seeing what they, what they, um, 
what they're learning and seeing how they're engaging with the players who are kind of the camp counselors and stuff like that. I thought, I, I thought that was a good, a good thing to do is just like, don't just shut them out like the last hour. Or so just, yeah, come back and watch the games. We start those at 11 camps over at noon or something like that. And, 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 and let them, let them in on that to see that. I think that's great for them being able to see what you worked on. And that's where, mm -hmm. if you didn't really, if you didn't work on like one or two things, and there's nothing to really show for it. I think people kind of thanks for the babysitting. And that was kind yeah. of the extent yeah. of it. But if there was one or two things and um, I, I'd encourage, especially with like younger kids too, just stuff as simple as like footwork. Uh, we started a few years ago. I, I thought it was one of these things where it's kind of like, why are we working on this? But you work with younger kids on just something as simple as pivoting com mm -hmm. completely changed the way that a, a game, a five on five or a small game where parents are there looks like so um there was there was one yeah, it looks skill. like they learned something right yeah. it looks yeah. like they actually learned something and yeah. uh there was a couple things that maybe were a little challenging and maybe this is another don't but like don't be afraid to to challenge the age groups yeah so if it's some if it's a younger kid like give them something that maybe maybe they won't be able to get it but they can at least try it or you'd be surprised too how many of them actually do get it and then their parents do show up wow you actually learned how to do whatever that skill is or whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for you to, to challenge skill wise. Um, those that are there that maybe are, because you do get that big spectrum that do could go on and, and play at a little bit higher level, but yeah. you'd be surprised too the younger ones that the success that they can sometimes show. Yeah. Another do I would say would be involve music. Like, mm -hmm. um, our, I was I remember leading our own local basketball camp that that was our our team's camp and the young you know started we started I'd say maybe like third grade through ninth grade but split them up into two different age groups and use different gyms and stuff like that for that and and it goes back to the fun and fun thing again just you know during a water break the music comes on you know station work music's on or it's down when we're in a station but when we've got like a, you know a rotation of the stations is play the music and and you know while we're playing games it's just just to sort of like um make it fun <laughs> yeah. and uh that that that's that's a small thing but another i would say don't would be i hear this a lot like we had 47 seventh graders at our camp and then five years later you got two seniors you know so keep that in mind <laughs> like yeah. not all of these players are going to end up being on your roster they're you know some of them are going to go a different direction than sports some of them may go with sports but not yours some of them may may move or whatever so it, maybe that goes back to that don't take it so serious but like just just um just know that the the the, uh, the natural uh, attrition rate is pretty high. So, like, not every one of those forty seventh graders you have at your camp are going to end up being on your roster. Just so, so don't stop the whole camp down to teach them how to set the screening angle right. You know, just be, be, you know, just keep it keep that in perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's good too previous episodes here recently that we've been talking about uh, the expansion of the time that coaches have with their team in particular, 
those kinds mm -hmm. of like leave those kinds of things to that to yes. the to the summer development and practices and that kind of thing too um i think the summer camp just kind of the bookend things it's just a great opportunity to we undervalued the fun side of it like it's a yeah. great opportunity to expand that and to remind them like this is fun let's make it fun and then we can get down to business i think the business is fun but not all yeah. of them do. but like yeah. then we can get down to business you know during our summer practices or during our our actual season so what yeah. about um what about awards did you do you do like is that a is that a is that would you say that's a do or don't like give a camp mvp or a hustle award or a my own opinion those are those are those can be fun the the individual awards mm -hmm. i've been at camps where they hand out a medal to every kid uh, that's just too much to me like giving a trophy to everybody which some people are for i'm not super big on i would rather give them a t-shirt <laughs> give them a t-shirt yeah. like the ones we mentioned at the beginning from 323 sports and uh, something they can remember it wear around think about it throughout the year but i do think that the the individual awards can be something that that motivates them i do think they serve uh, a little bit more purpose and are you a little bit more useful if you do announce them at the beginning of the week that way you there are going to be some kids that are extrinsically motivated and will will maybe perform a little bit better because they know there might be a award at the end of the yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was uh that was something that I've I've I did, you know, the last day of the camp. Maybe we've played we've formed a league out of all the campers and it's like the day we're playing it off to see who's going to win the five on five, the three on three, the 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 free throw award or whatever and and then give out some awards for like attitude hustle and then camp mvp and the parents are all there to see that that little sort of like wrap-up ceremony um you know I, I i can see the downside of that you know you're just opening your up to like why didn't my son or daughter <laughs> right. get the mvp or something you know they said they had eight points every game and whatever you know but um yeah but um yeah, I was just wondering your thoughts on on giving awards or not. Yeah, okay. We do even candy. I mean, I don't know what camp coach doesn't use a free Gatorade or free piece of candy to motivate kids, but that's another great just reinforcement of behavior, whether that's just good behavior of listening or being a good teammate or a friend. That's another thing. Like, what what you can teach more than just basketball at these. Uh, we. Yeah. We all talk about using basketball as a platform to influence people and help them become better young adults and adults. And so even even using candy, food, whatever, to, to help remind them of that, I think is something that maybe is undervalued as well. One thing that I, I did is I kept all the – well, now – I'm old, so I'm older than you and, and, and have been doing this a while. So, like, the camp registration might have been on – pen and paper like they they filled it out and sent it to me or now you can collect that electronically for your campers one thing that i've seen that i really liked that i would share with the listeners and viewers would be keep that information and to get attendance for the next year start there like if you collect an email address or a phone number you know when we plan next year's camp like send it shoot make an email list for, for people who attended the year before that start there um, another thing that I did too is like you said, shout out to 323 Sports. We everyone gets a camp t-shirt. And when our season when our season got here in the fall, in the winter in the fall, um, I kept all the email lists and then said, 
hey, you know, I did it for like a big district game that we needed a big crowd and, and you know, things like that. I would send an email to the parents of all the campers and say, hey, if you bring your daughter to the game tonight then, and she wears her camp T-shirt, we'll let you in free, you know, something like that. Or um, to to kind of build that connection from, hey, this is this is in. And they loved it. Like you would see those girls that were at camp wearing their camp T-shirt and then they, you know, they're watching the girls. That was my coach at summer camp and she's out there scoring baskets and, you know, making steals and stuff like that. And, and, you know, after the game, they just wanted to get autographed, get, you know, it's like it, it, it was, it was a great way to build a connection. Great. Yeah. Marketing 101. It's a whole lot easier to get repeat customers than it is to get brand new. And nobody cares about that because they're just glad the camp is over until you get, to the following year and you're thinking yeah, oh man we start, should yeah, yeah got to start yeah. from from the ground zero again and the the camp days are always a success just connecting them to your program i think usually you're talking about 5 6 months out yeah. where again you can kind of promote the next years of next year of camp as well too so yeah, yeah those are some great ideas so good there's some summer camp uh suggestions or do's and don'ts for uh, your summer camps here coming up. We do have another something special coming up. We mm -hmm. I tried to put this together in advance and Randy has helped me with this a little bit and uh, September 8th and 9th. So you have a couple months, but did want to give it to you early. We're having a coaches clinic here in Greenville, South Carolina. It'll be at the university that I teach at. We just got an incredible lineup of speakers, people who uh, I'm sure this group knows well, but if you come across this and don't necessarily know Randy or I, probably some names that you're familiar with through social media. We'll be posting about that on our Twitter account several times. Yeah. Uh, probably all month. summer. Yeah. From here, here to the end. So uh, Greenville, South Carolina coaches clinic, probably unlike other coaches clinics that you go to, I try to put together some, some speakers that I know will um, go in depth on things, modern basketball, modern teaching techniques. In my opinion, this is an incredible group of teachers not just coaches like they know how to teach the game they understand skill acquisition and how to communicate and so it'll be a combination of skill development uh, systems of play so we got a variety of topics but it'll just be a friday night and then a saturday and um greenville is a beautiful place to come visit so i'm excited to have randy to come it, man. Yeah. i'm looking forward to being there uh yep. and uh you know, getting, getting to be on campus and be, getting to meet these other coaches and all the people who attend. So it's going to yeah. be fun. Yep. Going to be a great time. Going to be a great time. So look out for that. Thank you to all of you who joined us here on the live stream. If you missed any part of the show, you can go back and watch or listen. If you're more inclined to watch, just search hoops form on YouTube. And if you're more inclined to listen, just go on any podcast platform and search a quick timeout. And there you'll find the audio version of the show. For Randy Sherman, I'm Tony Miller. We'll talk to you again next time on Hoops Forum.